Hey there, friend. Today, we're going to be talking about getting your midlife relationships in order. I am going to give you a simple, oh my goodness, a deceivingly simple life hack to help you evaluate your relationships and energize your connections after 40. Because relationships are unequivocally the spice of life. So let's take a moment to evaluate them and make sure we are just grabbing all that spicy deliciousness out of every single one in our lives. What do you say? You ready? You ready? Ooh, I know, me too. I love this topic. I love this so much. Let's do this, let's dive in. Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. This is a place to help you navigate midlife with grace and ease, whether you want to get clear on your purpose, find your joy, rediscover your identity, or just get unstuck from where you are right now. If you're ready for a lighthearted approach and fun-sized actions to help you get your groove back, no matter what's going on in this world of ours, you're definitely in the right place. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back, because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, Easy Ager. If you are not already an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com right after this episode and sign up today. Ooh, today we are talking about a life hack that I absolutely adore. This little life hack is going to help you know where someone stands with you. I bet you thought I said that backwards, didn't you? You're probably thinking, no, actually, Michelle, you're trying to say to help you know where you stand with someone else, but nope, that's not it. I mean, you need to know where people stand with you. And you're probably thinking, well, don't I already know where people stand with me? Mm, not necessarily, because sometimes by the time we hit midlife, we get stuck in some relationships that may not be benefiting us anymore. And until we take an evaluation, we're not going to know. So if you're wondering why talking with someone makes you tired or makes you feel drained or why you feel that sense of dread every time you look at the phone and it's lighting up with the text or the phone call and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk to that person. This is a really fantastic evaluation tool for you to become more aware of your relationships and how you're feeling about them. And it will also set you free, not necessarily free from the person, but free from the expectations that you put on that person. And every relationship has unspoken expectations. And if those expectations are being met, it's fantastic. It's a great relationship. But when those expectations are not being met any longer, that's when things start to feel kind of meh. So I'm going to tell you what this life hack is, and then I'm going to give you three examples of how I've used them in my life. First of all, picture a target. It's got the bullseye in the middle and then the ring and the next ring and the next ring. You know, the rings just keep going out. Now, that bullseye is your inner circle of people. These are the people you spend the most time with. These are the people who know you the best. These are the people who are the most important people in your life. By the time we hit midlife, we should be treating that inner circle like it's the red velvet rope at the club. Ooh, remember clubbing? Yeah, disco duck, here we come, uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, I just said disco duck. I, I'm sorry, I still like that song. I don't care what anyone says. Anyway, the only thing between us and the door of the club is that big burly guy in control of that red rope. I think actually those red ropes are called stanchions or something if you want the proper name for them. But for right now, we're just going to call it the red velvet rope. 
When you start treating your inner circle of people like the red velvet rope at the club, you are going to be able to manage your energy and manage your focus significantly better. And who doesn't want more of that? I don't know about you, but here at Midlife, I am just uh, grabbing <laughs> tooth and nail trying to hang on every ounce of energy that I have. So the important thing to understand about this target, it's organic. There are going to be times when your inner circle consists of five or six people. There are going to be times when it has two people. So if your inner circle fluctuates a bit, don't worry about that. That's kind of a normal thing. I think that's just, you know, life. So let me give you an example. Like actually, I'm going to give you three examples of how I have used this in my life. Um, I have a friend. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're laughing going, really? You have a friend? No, <laughs> I have a friend that is an absolute blast to hang out with. She is just a lovely, high energy person. She comes in and just takes the joint over, you know, very intense personality, very big personality. And yet we have these conversations that go from deep and significant on through laughing about some of our goofy, embarrassing stuff that happens to us, right? And she would come just roaring into my life and she'd say, oh my gosh, let's go to, let's go have margaritas, let's do this, let's do that. And we would do this and it would be great. And then I wouldn't hear from her for like weeks even months. And so I'd text her and go, hey, what's going on? Oh, it's kind of busy now, sorry. And she would just disappear. Like the wind, she would just whew, blow out of my life. And initially I got my feelings hurt over and over again. And then you go through that whole process. Well, I just don't want to be her friend, blah, blah. And then I thought, you know, but when she is here, I really do have a good time. I have a lot of fun with her. And I started paying attention to the patterns. And her pattern was she would just roar in like a hurricane into my life. We'd have a great time. And then she would just poof, disappear into the wind about every three to four months. And so I said, oh, well, cool. I'm on the quarterly schedule. So yay, she'll be back in three or four months. And when I realized this and I accepted it, I finally decided she's going into my inner circle for a day or two. And then I'm going to move her out to one of the outside rings. And I'm okay with that. When she swoops back in, I'll make myself available. We'll go have a great time and then she'll disappear again and that's okay. So by having the option of moving her in or out of my inner circle, I'm much happier. I don't stress over this particular relationship anymore just because I don't have to worry about whether she's going to call because she's in an outer circle now. When she calls, she gets into the inner circle. So there you have it, right? <laughs> so here's another example about an ex-friend. Yes, this I said ex. That means this one didn't end so happily. <laughs> I've known her for many years, and in general, she's just a bit of a worry wart. You know, the person that wrings their hands and, oh my gosh, no matter how many blessings she has in her life, she, there's always going to be something wrong. And I've kind of accepted that and I was used to it over the years and she would have these downward spirals where she just couldn't seem to pull herself out of it. And I was really okay with all of this until the pandemic. And so in 2020, her behavior was worse than normal. Her downward spirals would just go and go and go. And I just had to quietly start distancing myself and the spirals just kept, it, kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I thought, you know, I'm gonna have to talk with her. So I, because I wanted to be honest because I valued this relationship and I wanted to be honest with her. So I said, hey, you know, 2020 was kind of crazy. I love you, but the downward spirals are, are really starting to get to me. Can you help me think of a solution for this? And she said, oh, well, you know, I could just not talk with you when I'm spiraling. And I said, oh, okay, great idea. That, that would be really helpful. Thank you for doing that. And then we chatted for a bit. And I said, let me know if you want to talk about this anymore. 
just opening that door if she needed to talk. Now, I kept up with her and I kept doing this over the next three or four months. And I noticed she was not responding or she would give me very short, curt answers. So after the fourth month, I said, okay, whatever, I let it go. Now, in this case, she didn't get moved to one of the rings on the outer edge of the target. She fell off the target. I'd like to say that I miss having her in my life, but honestly, I don't. Life just became lighter. It became less cumbersome without having to deal with all the spirals. And I just felt the stress melting off of me. I mean, I felt like every time I sat on the couch, I just kind of melted into the couch because I was so relieved to not be dealing with this any longer. It's like the frog in the pot. You know, you put a frog in boiling water, he's going to hop out. But if you put him in water, this room temperature, and you slowly heat up the pot, he's going to be a crispy critter now, isn't he? <laughs> so I do believe that's what happened to me. This I just kept tolerating this behavior and tolerating it, and it just kept going and going and going. And then when I said something about it, I guess, I don't, I don't even know what happened. I guess she couldn't handle it, so she didn't want to talk to me anymore. So this is an example of how sometimes when you are speaking up and when you speak your truth to someone, they're not going to be able to handle it and they are going to fall off the target. And you have to decide whether you're going to pursue them or whether you're going to let them go. So while that was an example of how sometimes relationships run their course and then they're done, here's a great example of the complete opposite. <laughs> this example is with my mom. She was 88, I believe, when her last remaining sister died. You know, everyone grieves differently. Uh, sometimes people get stuck in a phase. I know that personally, when I grieve, I kind of get stuck in that depression part. I, uh, that's just where my grief lands. But for her, she got stuck in the anger phase and she started becoming very negative. And so I let her go on for a number of months. I can't remember how long. And then it was getting to a point where I was going to have to talk with her or make a decision to move her out of my inner circle. She was going to move into one of the rings outside of the inner circle. And I really didn't want to do that because again, I wanted to be honest in this relationship because I loved her so much. So one day we were sitting at my house and she started up again with the negativity. And I said, you know, I love you so much. I'm just so genuinely sorry that your sister died but I feel like you're hitting a point where your negativity is starting to concern me I feel like you're kind of stuck in this negativity loop and it may be time to start getting out of it her response was what what am I doing I'm doing that oh my goodness I had no idea thank you for letting me know and then she thought about it. she says you're right I'm stuck in this negative negative pattern I need to just pull myself out of this because I don't want to be like this oh Michelle I'm so sorry I, I apologize I didn't I don't want to do this to you either I'm so sorry I've been doing this but forgive me please and you know during all of this she starts crying and then she's crying and then I'm crying it's okay mom we're gonna be fine you just <laughs> so and then of course we ended it with a hug and a good cry and a really big glass of wine which is kind of how we ended everything back then <laughs> so the next morning she woke up and we were chatting over coffee and she said you know I prayed about it last night I was asking God to just help me get unstuck I need to get unstuck and I'm going to do better and Emma who that was her sister who passed away Emma wouldn't want me to do this she wouldn't want me to be grieving and, and being so negative and she want me to move forward with my life and not that I'm not going to be grieving I'm going to have my bad days and my good days but I am going to be more focused on the way I'm thinking just hearing her say that right then she never got pushed out of the inner circle she stayed if there was an inner circle 
inside the inner circle, she would have been in the center, center, center one, you know, because she said what everybody wants to hear. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be paying more attention. It's amazing how someone at 89 years old, that was when she literally changed overnight. She went to bed, prayed, woke up the next morning and really had a complete change of attitude, a complete outlook change. Her perspective had changed and she did have her days of sadness and grief and that's perfectly fine. And the beautiful thing for me was that she loved me enough and respected me enough to make the change, to improve our relationship, to get us back on track. I mean, unlike the previous example I gave of my ex-friend, this was a completely different perspective of looking at it. So all that to say, you know, sometimes being honest is a little risky, but for the people who genuinely love you and respect you, it is so worth it. So this evaluation tool is just for you. It is for nobody else. Probably be wise not to write it down or, you know, if you do burn it, right? Nobody else needs to see who's in the center and who's out and who's on the rings and all of this. This is yours. It's just a little mental picture to help you manage your energy and manage your relationships more effectively. So you are focusing on the people who energize you and give you that kick in the seat of the pants and bring you joy and refresh you versus the people who don't. So to recap, using this little mental picture of your target does a few things. Number one, it helps you set expectations so you don't get upset or you don't get angry or get your feelings hurt. Like the example with my first friend who kind of drifts in and out of my life. Number two, it helps you set boundaries so you're not getting taken advantage of or you're not getting beaten up regularly. Because the key is for you to take care of your mental health. And if someone else can't handle that or doesn't respect you enough to work through this and continue moving forward with the relationships, then they're probably not the right person for you. They're not a person you need to be in relationship with. Number three, the little target helps you see clearly who is sincere in the relationship, who really and truly loves you and respects you, who's listening to what you say, and who's willing and ready to make improvements in the relationship. This is a sign that somebody values the relationship because no matter what, don't listen to what people say, watch what they do. Because in this case, actions do speak louder than words. And the fourth one, which is always a benefit, this is the little bonus one. When you're in relationships that are good for you and they're healthy and they energize you, you are going to manage your energy so much better because you're spending more time with the people who, who refresh you and make you happy and bring you joy. And you're not going to worry so much about the people who don't. Those people can go on one of those outer, outer, outer rings if you really want, or they can fall off your target completely. And that's okay. I hope that helped you today. I hope that gave you some ideas of how you can really take a quick evaluation of the folks in your life and see who maybe is, is energizing you and who's draining you. Once again, if you're not an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com and sign up right now. And until next time, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, it's me again. If this podcast has encouraged or inspired you in some way, I would be honored if you would leave a written review of the show on Apple Podcasts. This is the stuff that makes me oh so very, very happy. So thank you in advance for doing this for me. Also, I would love it if you would screenshot this or your review and share it in your Facebook feed. Then you can tag me at the Michelle Zavala. And then, of course, I always want to hear from you. So let's connect in my free Facebook group. Just look for it under Easy Aging Within Facebook, or you can DM me. I'll see you back here soon. Until next time, have a refreshing and peaceful day.